Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast, Health and Wellness with Sunri. I'm glad you're here today. I'm, I'm Sunri Chawla, and I'm the functional nutritionist. I've been in this field for many years and have concentrated on gut health and its impact on our body. I'm passionate about what I do, and I love, love sharing it with all of you. Okay, so last week, I put up a post on my Instagram page about digestion and how it affects all aspects of our well-being. I had a lot of questions about it, and I thought I'll bring the questions and share it with you today. So let's begin. If you've had any other questions, please feel free to drop in a message or in our discussion on my podcast, and uh, we can answer and do a session like this once again. Firstly, I want to bring to everyone's attention the importance of eating a well-balanced diet. Before we dive into the questions, we all know that our body needs abundance of nutrients to function. If we eat a good food, the nutrients from the food we eat fuels our body in many ways, such as provide our body with cellular energy, which is a big one, and fuel the function of the organs and the organ systems. So why is digestion so important, you may ask? Digestion is very important as when we eat the food, then it needs to be able to be broken down, digested, absorbed into our body in order for our body to get the nutrients. We are not just what we eat, but clearly what we absorb as well. Okay, let's get into some of the questions that were asked. How does digestion affect our hormones? Well, that's a brilliant question. Let me start by sharing how hormones are produced. The main ingredient here is the fat and the protein that we consume in our diet. Fat and protein are the main fuel source for hormone production. So if we're eating good fat and good protein, then it's brilliant. But if we are not digesting it very well, then your body is not producing the hormones that you need for it to function properly. Hormones such as sex hormones that need the good cholesterol. Other hormones such as hormones that protect our immunity and fight inflammation. For that, we need the essential fatty acids. Another super important body function that can be affected by digestion is our metabolism. Our metabolism is controlled by our thyroid hormones. And our thyroid hormones need abundance of protein for its production. If your thyroid hormone is insufficient then the cellular metabolism, growth and development, the activity of the nervous system, the breakdown of fats, all goes for a toss. Hence, when it comes to hormone production, we need our body to be able to digest and absorb the fats and proteins that we're eating. I think you can get the good picture now, at least when it comes to the production of hormones and our digestion. Moving on to the next question. How does digestion affect our immune system? Oh, that's something I love to discuss. It's a wonderful question. You'll be surprised to know that 80% of our immune cells live in our gut. Yes, well, it does. Like we discussed earlier, when we eat good food, it gives us the right nutrients to fuel the body. Now, if we are eating well, but our digestive system does not have the capability to digest our food, then what happens? Firstly, what does our digestive system need to help us digest the food? 
the most important is the hydrochloric acid that helps with breaking down of the food. Then also other digestive enzymes that help to break down specific food groups like protein, carbohydrates, and fats. If the body does not have these enzymes, then the food remains in our body undigested, especially the proteins. We do not end up getting the nutrients from the food that we eat. Not only that, the undigested foods can become a huge problem. They can cause the mucosal layer of the intestinal, intestinal wall to be inflamed and the tissues around the small intestines to become vulnerable. Without a healthy mucosal lining, the foreign invaders can easily enter the gut and our bloodstream, causing it to attack our immune system. When this undigested food moves to our large intestine, it disrupts the balance of the microbiome as well. There's overgrowth of fungus, bacteria, and parasites in there, which also disrupts the intestinal lining, which usually works to protect foreign invaders from getting in. Our body slowly weakens, and then it reduces the capacity to fight with foreign invaders, such as bacteria and viruses. It starts to attack our immune system and it also goes haywire. A lot of issues can stem from this, situation, from this situation, such as number of autoimmune conditions like Hashimoto's and Graves. So digestion impacts our immune system drastically. Moving on to the next question. Can you explain the impact of digestion on our heart? Very well. This is a very interesting question, one that is really close to my heart. For years, I've seen my family members and people around me suffer from heart conditions and cholesterol. I was told after a blood test 15 years ago that my cholesterol was borderline. I did extensive research and went off fats and ate a lot of fibrous food and started to work out every single day. Well, six months later, I went and got another blood test. You won't believe it. My cholesterol levels were higher than ever. I was like, why didn't everything that I did help? What's going on? Now I understand it better than ever. A heart needs cholesterol to function. And it is, in most cases, dietary cholesterol does not significantly affect blood cholesterol levels. In fact, cholesterol is needed to build and maintain membranes, convert the bile in the liver, Bile is needed for fat breakdown and digestion. It is also a precursor to all steroid hormones, as we mentioned earlier. Along with cholesterol, protein from our food is also essential for the heart to function properly. In order for the heart to get these nutrients, our digestive system needs to be functioning properly so that these nutrients can be broken down and absorbed into our bloodstream and delivered to the heart. And the heart also needs good gut microbiome to produce vitamins B1, B2, B12, and K2, which are all very important for the function of the heart. Deficiency of vitamin K2 can cause artery stiffness, coronary artery diseases, and decreased cardiovascular mortality. The question is, how do we get good cholesterol? Definitely from our food. And as we were talking about digestion, we know that if we eat good sources of cholesterol, we need it to digest and absorb it as well. So 
all of you guys listening out here, make sure you have your essential fats, avocados, eggs, flax seeds, and good sources of protein, such as lean meat, fish, turkey, that our body needs. The next question was, why can't I do a detox program if I'm experiencing digestive symptoms? This is definitely something I've heard a lot. I think for a detox program to work, you need to make sure your body is ready for it. The first system that usually plays a very important role in detoxification is the digestive system. I want to share information on how the digestive system plays such an important role in detoxification process before really answering this question. Our GI tract scans the food for invaders. It filters food and intestinal bacteria and it detoxes poorly digested foods. It also helps to eliminate toxins and other unusable substances from the body. So for the detoxification to happen, the GI membrane needs to be working properly. And also the intestines need to have a good bacteria and chemical environment. As you're experiencing some digestive issues, we know there's something definitely going wrong in there. Hence, solving that will be the first step for detoxification to work. Our body needs the nutrients to help the detox process as well. A well-balanced diet is also very important. Next, as we have been discussing, if we are not able to digest the nutrients, then even the most perfect diet can clog the detoxification pathways. The body needs specific proteins that break down the amino acids to make sure the detoxification pathway works. The body needs proper digestion of fats. If that doesn't happen, it can clog the limbs and therefore the liver, one of the very important organs for detoxification. We need proper bile production, which also comes from the essential fats we eat, as bile is one that carries the toxins to be removed via the intestinal tracts. Foods that we need and absorb in our diet are essential fats, very important for phase one, a detoxification process, fresh fruits and vegetables such as cabbage, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, citrus fruits that are rich in vitamin C to support phase two of the detoxification process. And also foods that are high in protein, such as eggs, fish, meat, for the phase two of the detoxification pathways as well. Now we go to the last question, the one we have been hearing everyone talk about. What is the connection between digestion and the brain? Think about this, and I'm sure you've heard people say a million times, follow your guts or that butterfly in your stomach feeling, right? There we go. There is a real connection between the gut and the brain. And that is how your brain and your gut communicates. So how are they linked? The gut-brain axis. It involves your central nervous system and the enteric nervous system. The central nervous system consists of your brain and your spinal cord. It controls your thoughts and emotions, along with your breathing, heart rate, body temperature, and the release of some hormones. While the enteric nervous system, also known as the second brain, consists of 200 to 600 million neurons that move throughout the digestive system, the gut and the brain axis is how the brain and the gut communicates with one another. And this happens along with the vagus nerve. 
There's been many studies recently showing what is the impact of this connection. Well, now we know the connection is real. As we've discussed, if your body is in a parasympathetic state, which means your mind is in a rest and relax mode, your digestion is functioning. Otherwise, it is turned off. So here we go. Brain controls our digestion. When you're stressed out and you're eating your food, your brain is busy working on combating the stress factors and not working on your digestion. Digestion starts from the brain. The thought of food can actually stimulate the production of the digestive juices. And this is when we have not even started eating yet. Isn't it strange? Stress causing the fight and flight response or psychological stress such as anxiety can disrupt digestion as the brain is working to cope with that. Like the brain controls digestion, our gut, the microbiomes, has a massive impact on the mood. It creates hormones such as dopamine and precursors of serotonin, the happy hormones. 95% of the serotonin is actually found in the GI tract. The cells in the GI tract actually transport serotonin to all parts of our body. Gut bacteria produce hundreds of neurochemicals that the brain uses to regulate basic psychological processes as well as mental processes such as learning, memory, and mood. For example, gut bacteria manufactures about 95% of the body's supply of serotonin, which influences both mood and the GI activity. That means if you're dealing with a chronic digestive issue like IBS, leaky gut, or SIBO, this affects the serotonin production and you experience depression and alteration in moods. Well, that's a wrap for the time that we have today. But I have to leave you with what a takeaway that I find very important from this conversation, the importance of digestion. As we continue to talk about digestion and its impact, before we sign off today, I'd like to give you some tips on how we can make sure our digestion is working properly. First one, in order for our digestion to work properly, we need to digest our food. Our body needs to be in a rest and relaxed state. So take three deep breaths before you eat your meals. Chew your food properly, 15 to 30 times each bite, as it helps with mechanical breakdown of food. And last one, have nutrient-dense whole foods with a good balance of carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. You know the importance of consuming good fats and proteins now. Have a wonderful day and I'll catch up with you next time. Thanks for being here today and make sure you click to subscribe to listen to all my latest podcasts. I'm here every Wednesday on topics that relate to living a holistic lifestyle. Next week, we discuss how we can enjoy the holiday season without major disruption to our digestive system. So stay tuned. Thank you and bye.